When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back. My next guest tonight is a writer, director, and producer you know from movies including The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up, and The King of Staten Island. He's just co-directed a two-part documentary on George Carlin called George Carlin's American Dream. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Judd Apatow, everybody. Thanks for being here. So good. You look so really good. nice. You look really nice. Thank you very much. We're, we're COVID fresh. Oh, have you had it? I had it like three weeks ago. What? For my second time. I had it three weeks ago, and then it just didn't stop until it a couple days ago. Yeah, I had that, that pause in the middle. So you had it twice. The what? Did you have, did you have the original? I had the, yeah. You had classic and Cla- new. I Coke. got the classic. <laughs> it's different go. when you get the classic because back then people were really nervous, and they, your friends would call you and they're like, "Hey, are you okay, man? I just want you to know I love you." <laughs> And if you need anything, I'm there for you. And, and this time, when I got it three weeks ago, someone calls, and I'm like, I got it again. And they're like, hey, man, I hope the Lakers don't trade LeBron. <laughs> now, you've co-directed a two-part documentary. Yes. Here we go. There's your poster right there. Yeah. George Carlin's American Dream. Yes, sir. Carlin uh, was... He was one, one of my comedic heroes. One of my greatest regrets is that I never got a chance to meet him what was your first exposure to him? What was the, what was the first thing that, like, for me, it was Class Clown. Yes. One of my brothers yes. had that album and left it when they went to college or something, and I used to yeah. put the headphones on and sneak a listen so my yeah. mom wouldn't know. Because he said all the dirty words. He said all the dirty words. It was so you exciting. can't say on television. And he would, he would break them down. Sure. And, and he was always, like, shocked at things you could say on TV and couldn't say. Mm-hmm. He was always say, you know, like, uh, you can prick your finger, but you can't mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, what, what was your first exposure? The first time I met George Carlin, my first job ever in 1986 was I worked for Comic Relief, and my job is, is to get this? yeah my job is to get everybody's autograph on the poster so they could sell it for charity, and this is me getting his uh, autograph. <laughs> Check out my outfit. I got the green with the yellow and the blue. Sure. And Clearly look, gonna be a comedian. <laughs> exactly. And look, no, no beard. No yeah. Beard. My family hates when I have no beard. My kids are just like, ugh! But what, what, what was your exposure? Like, you don't interview George Carlin because you don't like his stuff. What, how did you first, like, well, hear I, about him? Well, I heard about him because at my house we had the Lenny Bruce records. Okay. And we had the George Carlin records, and we had the Bill Cosby records. I'm sorry? We had the Bill Cosby records. Yes. <laughs> We had them, too. We had the Bill yeah. Cosby records, and we had George Carlin, and yes. he's, like, on my Mount Rushmore. Yes, and you're in the documentary. I know. I was very grateful to be asked. I hope I said fine things. You were very eloquent. I, okay. I was glad that you were in it, because you talk good. <laughs> they pay me talk good. They pay me talk good. 
We would watch it in editing your interview and go, he's so smart. Like, I'm glad I don't talk in the interview because I'm dumb, but you can encapsulate everything. Yeah, I worked for Smart Central for many years. Yes. <laughs> what did you like about George Carlin? Like, why was he meaningful to you? I'll ask the questions. Hi. <laughs> Well, I, that, it was just funny. It was yeah. just funny. Like, I'm an uh, Irish Catholic kid, yeah. and he's talking about his Irish Catholic childhood, and I think mm -hmm. I say this in documentary, he opened my eyes to a whole other thing you could make fun of. Yeah. I didn't realize you could make jokes about the church. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love him yeah. talking about, like, you know, they got rid of limbo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And limbo was hard yeah. to understand. It was just kind of like, yeah. welcome. Yeah. Limbo. Yeah. <laughs> Hell was easy to understand. It was just yeah. a hot place. Take a million Christmas trees, set them on fire, jump right in the middle of fire. <laughs> um, and and he, he was very against like the idea of hell. He, did, he didn't like that hell was part of religion because he, he used to say, like, they tell you if you don't follow these rules, you're going to burn in hell. But we love you. <laughs> and we need money. <laughs> did you... Uh, did you, did you learn anything about George Carlin that you didn't know? Something that surprised you about this documentary? One thing that surprised me is, you know, he had many phases. He was like Bono, you know, he, he would like reinvent U2 every 10 years. Well, that's and... one of the things I say in the documentary <laughs> is that he's the Beatles. Yes, you yes. You know, like he can do, you know, I want to hold your hand, and then he's, the next day he's putting out the White Album. Yeah. He had this incredible mm -hmm. ability to reinvent himself. And one time when he had to reinvent himself, it was, I guess, in the mid-80s, he saw Sam Kennison, and you could tell he was so edgy that it scared him, and he said, I don't want to spend the rest of my career eating this guy's dust. And then for the next 20 years, he kind of tried to out Kinnison Kinnison. Wow. He was great for his uh, fugue-like monologues. Do you know anything yeah. about what his process was like? Because as somebody who does or has yeah. in the past done similar work than that, what was it like? He would go out there and basically yeah. do a 45-minute to an hour monologue. There are yeah. jokes in it, but he is telling yeah. you a story about what the world is like today. Yeah, I think his main process was doing cocaine. <laughs> A lot of the cocaine? Yeah. Did he do a lot of the cocaine? Yeah. No, I think he, I think he, uh, he loved words. His, his, his mom loved words. Sure. And he was obsessed with words. He may have been, I think, like, obsessive-compulsive in some way, or mm -hmm. had attention deficit and maybe was, like, doing drugs as some, like, weird way to focus himself. And he never hung out with people. He didn't party with people. But he would do a lot of drugs and just write and write and listen to music. One of my favorite things I heard Carlin talk about was that he, he misunderstood Lenny Bruce. Mm -hmm. that he thought it was cool to be arrested. Yeah, and yeah, that he actually yeah. ended up in a paddy wagon with Lenny Bruce once. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, we did it, we got fired, we got arrested. And Lenny Bruce said, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> no, the objective is to stay on stage and to say yeah. your stuff. Well, Lenny Bruce was the person who saw him, he was in a comedy team with Jack Burns, and he saw him and he liked him, and he called his agent and he said, sign them. Carlin was with Burns? Yeah, with so Jack Burns. So before it was Burns, Burns and Schreiber, it was with, I didn't know that. And so he got him in the business. Wow. What do you think, I mean, what do you think Carlin would be talking about today? I mean, you, did you see that interview with Esper just now? I don't think George Carlin would like Mark Esper. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because Carlin's whole idea was that people with money manipulate the whole system. And so if, if somebody knows that Trump is a maniac, mm -hmm. and you would think the day after he gets fired, is the day to go, hey, he wanted to shoot all the George Floyd protesters in the legs, mm -hmm. but he waits a year to write a book, and he makes money, 
And I think that was George Carlin's whole thing, which is he just thought, they're not looking out for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about people you look out for. Yeah. Your family. That's right. We've already talked about uh, your lovely wife, Leslie. There you go. There you go. You also have two daughters who are in the business now. Does that make you nervous, knowing what show business is like? Or are you like, go for it, it's not that hard? Uh, well, your dream is that your kids will surpass you. And they not have. Mine. No? No. You want them to fail. <laughs> Number one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. But are you nervous at all? Because this is a, it's a weird business to be in. No, I like it. Really? I just say stay away from the cocaine. <laughs> Worked for George Carlin. Yeah, no, I... I, I did like... you enjoy the cocaine? I never did cocaine. I'm just, I'm scared of all things. My mom gave me five bucks not to smoke when I was 10 years old, and so I, for some reason, honor that. Moms. <laughs> Moms. <laughs> George Carlin's American Dream premieres this Friday on HBO. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.